welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me this evening, got with me a hip-hop artist um, who uh, dropped, whose last project was a collaborative record with uh, Jalen G and No B. It's called Home Insurance. Um, he's got a number of uh, his own singles uh, streaming everywhere as well, but he's got a new project that will be out soon. Um, so uh, we're going to kick it and talk a little bit about his artistry and why he does what he does. So, Lake, thank you for joining me tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me, Mr. Nice Guy. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, man? How's your day today? It's good. Today's Sunday. It was a really relaxed day. Um, I usually work like a long, long, lot of hours in the week. So Sunday is my only full day off, you know. So I like to take that to be able to relax. Um, also, just plan out what I'm going to do the next week, too. Um, hopefully, I can get to the studio. I usually get to the studio on Saturday nights or Sundays, too. So, um, or at least writing something, you know, or freestyling or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. What do you uh, what do you do? What's your job? Um, man, my like I um, it's hard to describe. I mean, I'm a future business owner. I'm in a business management training program. So, um, you know, I do anything that you could possibly do to run a business. Um, I, and I've I've learned from the ground up. Um, you know, I, I was doing I've been doing music for I've been into music my whole life, but I've only been actually recording and putting out music since I was about 18 or 19 years old. Um, and you know, I've, I've done, I got, I obviously progressed and progressed, did shows, you know, obviously made new connections and stuff and that's cool. But, um, to be able to reach the level that I want to reach, I need to know how to run a business and I need to be able to conduct myself in a professional type of manner rather than just, you know, be able to get up on stage and act a fool. That's cool too. But, um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning a bunch of skills and then working my way up to be able to actually own a business. And then once I have the skills and obviously, I own a business that I'm working toward. I'll be able to have, you know, more financial freedom too. that where I can invest into things and I'll have the knowledge as well. So I do anything from, you know, like obviously, you know, sales or interviewing or team building or event coordination or recruiting or training or anything, you know? Right. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, that's, that's pretty dope. Um, that's definitely, those are skills that can be carried over to so many different things, especially as it relates to the music industry. So like, that's, that's dope that you got that going on. Hell yeah. Uh, my, my work right now, I'm a server at a, at a hotel for weddings. <laughs> Last night we had a wedding and uh, dude, I could count on one hand how many people were wearing masks. There was like literally a hundred people there last night and all these motherfuckers not wearing masks and I'm just like, man, fuck am I doing here right now, bro? Were you doing the bartending or what was you doing there? Oh, I was like serving like uh the the meals and clearing tables, pouring waters, like that kind of stuff. And they have um, you wearing the mask, obviously, right? As the employee. Yeah. Yeah. We wear we have to wear um masks and gloves as we serve. And you know, I mean I, I can't say no to work right now because I'm in, unemployment is just so like ambiguous right now. Like, right. I don't know. I mean, I'm still getting it, but I don't know. No one knows when those bonus, the $300 bonus thing is going to kick in. So like, you know, I just paid rent. So I don't have that much money right now to my name. So I need as much as I can get. 
Yeah, no, you got to be blessed to even take any opportunity that comes your way, whether it be side hustles or you got, you know, even an opportunity to work somewhere at a hotel. Um, I totally feel you. You know, a lot of people in, in like today's age, I feel like, you know, maybe they were working for a company, you know, for five years or so, um, you know, and they felt like they had a really solid relationship and felt that it was somewhere that they were going to stick with for a long time in their life. And then as soon as, you know, the, the economy goes to trash, their company doesn't really care about them anymore. So, um, you know, we got to find any opportunity that we can at this point to be able to get by. Yeah, exactly. But I've been filling the, the slots with uh, doing these episodes here. Um, and uh, like you, we, we, like we mentioned, um, it has been a long time coming since uh, Lake's appearance on Mr. Nice Guy's bed. Um, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so I knew who you were before we met because like I knew you were a hip hop artist in the scene and that you'd collabed with our good friend, Marty. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> Shout out to Marty. I, I will never forget that episode because we got locked out of my house and he had to he push me through my in window. the house, right? In the window? <laughs> he literally hoisted me up and pushed me through my bedroom. <laughs> Marty is a real one, man. I tell you, Marty's done so much for me. For real. Marty is one of the most like selfless people I've ever met in my whole entire life. Marty is a real ass motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's he'll one of the. He'll do it for the vision. He'll do he'll do anything for the vision, bro. Yeah, he's one of the nicest dudes I've talked to for sure. But so I know you guys are friends. Um, but the first time I think we ever met in person was actually in the crowd at Brockhampton. Do you remember at that? At the rave. Yeah, at the rave. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, is that Mister Nice Guy? Yeah. I don't even want to butt in your conversation. But I was like, yo, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember. Eli was there too. Eli Stones, uh, yep, there. Um, shout out to our other boy. Um, That's my man too. Stones, Stones. Yeah, we love Brockhampton. I go to the rave all the time, and we were psyched for that show. I love Brockhampton. Mm. Thousand yeah, Gex opened up. That was crazy. I'm bummed. I actually came late. I missed a hundred gecks. And uh, yeah, I, I missed. I missed uh, that one. Uh, like barely. Like I saw just the end of it. But yeah, I um, yeah, I remember like I missed Brockhampton when like they first came to Milwaukee, and I couldn't pass it up, so I had to go for that show. And it was a lot Same of uh, yeah, it was a lot of teenagers, a lot of young. A lot of kids at that show, but at the same time, like I think it's kind of dope that Brockhampton carries like that youthful energy of like you know this is a group that anyone can feel welcome and included in and be a part of like what we're doing here, um, which is pretty. Um, I feel like I mean that's pretty con like conducive to what Brockhampton's all about, you know? Yeah. Um, I, they're, they're, they're definitely one of my biggest inspirations, um, like as far as like groups go, um, because like, as, as we were talking about earlier, you know, you're like, I'm one of the hip hop artists you've heard of in, in the city. Like I do do hip hop, but honestly, man, I wouldn't even really consider myself like a rapper or anything like that. Um, I, I genuinely like to sing. I can rap too. That's, that's cool. But like, you know, I, I'm not a rapper by any means. Yeah. Um, and like some of my biggest inspirations are things like Brockhampton, like Brockhampton is in that same way. Like they can rap, but they're not rappers, you know? 
um, they call themselves a so-called boy band, you know, I, that's funny. Um, and I, I totally hear it. Like my favorite Brockhampton member is Bareface. Like I love, I like the outros on Dude. the outros, you know, songs yeah. like Waste and Summer and Team and, um, you know, like all those, like those are my, those are my favorite songs, so. Yeah, actually Bareface is, I think, one of the most, probably the most interesting and mysterious member of Brockhampton. Yeah. <laughs> I like Bareface and Joba the most. They're they're dope. Hell yeah, yeah, dude, for sure. But yeah, so um, so I I I'm excited to talk about what you got in the chamber now because you have been teasing us with your new project. But before we talk about that, um, Lake, tell me, so where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Janesville, Wisconsin. Janesville, Wisconsin lower lower wisconsin it's almost on the border of illinois yeah it's a small town area um you know it just like anywhere else in wisconsin other than madison and milwaukee um you know it's it's pretty there's not too much going on like you know you you yeah. everyone knows you know everybody or you know their brother you know their sister their mom or something um and then i i went there i went to a private school when i was younger um catholic school but then Actually, when I was really young, about like in kindergarten or so, I got diagnosed with epilepsy and I had seizures for a period of my life. I actually had, I was uh, diagnosed with epilepsy and had epilepsy from kindergarten all the way until I was about, uh, I'd say, um, eighth grade or so, seventh or eighth grade. I was lucky enough to be able to actually get a form of epilepsy where as I aged, um, I would be able to grow out of it. So that was really, really blessed. Um, but yeah, for like a lot of those years, you know, like I actually ended up leaving private school because I had to go in special ed programs because the seizures weren't actually like processing parts of my brain. So then when I obviously took the medications and stuff, so for a period of my life, I actually stayed stagnant. Like I, I, you know, I was about, I was probably 15 years old and I looked like a nine-year-old, like I'm like dead ass, you know, yeah. uh, I still look young for my age. I feel like I look like I'm about 17 or so, but I'm 23. Um, you know, like, like you know, yeah. so, um, but I, I, I pretty much, you know, I, I grew up in, you know, my, with divorced parents, um, you know, they divorced when I was way younger. Um, you know, my mom lived more in like the city in Janesville. I mean, of what there is as far as a city. Uh, <laughs> but then my dad lived like way out in, in, you know, like the boonies and stuff. So I grew up on, a, on both sides, like, you know, in, in actually like, an area where like everybody I can hang out with friends but also all the way out in the boonies to where I'm kind of just like stuck on my own time um we lived out on like a farm at my dad so I've, I've done like the farm life before that shit sucks I'm not really with it before. you know <laughs> that's not that's why when obviously you know I I, I I when I turned 18 I actually um graduated from high school and I just kind of did what everybody else does at, at, like from Janesville they listen to what their parents say I went to college for one semester at Whitewater but man I hated it like it sucked I hated college so much um and then um I actually like ended up being homeless for a period of my life for about uh, about nine ten months of my life I was homeless uh, after college because I didn't really have anywhere to stay, you know, like I couldn't really go back to mom or dad's house. I had to figure it out on my own. Um, so I, I had a job and everything at Noodles and Company, but I just kind of lived out of my car because um, I, you know, didn't really make like three times rent. They don't really teach you none of that in high school. So I kind of had to figure all that out. Um, but it's all good. You know, I ended up getting like, an, you know, like a, a job to where I could get enough on paper and actually, you know, get an apartment. 
And when I got an apartment, I went and moved into like a one bedroom right next to the the campus in Whitewater, but I was not going to school there or nothing, just living. Um, and that's when I started to like uh, buy music equipment and like start to actually put my time into recording music. I've been into music my entire life. Uh, I've been, you know, like singing in like just in my room or just um, uh, like in, in musicals or stuff. So when I was in, in high school, I was super involved in like the music classes, like, you know, choir, acapella choir, men's choir, show choir, things like that. So uh, I'm pretty like, that's where I got a lot of like my, my uh, stage performance experiences from high school. Um, I was involved in show choir where you like, uh, you, I don't know if you're really familiar with it, but it's like a lot of choreographed dancing and like mm -hmm. costumes and singing on stage, but it kind of like musicals, but no acting to it. There's not like an acting aspect. It's sure. more just, uh, you know, you, you know, you do your performances and, uh, uh, you know, you spend like nine months, like literally rehearsing a whole entire dance routine and practice singing, you know, it'll be like a group. It could be anywhere from a group of like, you know, like 10 people, to like 40 people. Um, and you just, you practice and practice, practice, and then you don't go to competitions and, and compete up against like other schools and stuff across the country. So, um, you know, like it can be pretty intense. It's a sport. It's definitely, it's a hundred percent like a sport. You know, I'm not, I'm not athletic by any means. I don't play no sports, but I definitely did that. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't play no sports i was never in like basketball or football nothing like yeah, that there was i neither was yeah <laughs> um but I, I played them all when i was younger i was in boy scouts but i was just like sitting in the field picking dandelions you know yeah like, <laughs> um so uh, I don't know, then I, that's where I got a lot of my experience, but I had never been in a setting of like a recording studio or recording my voice before. It always had just been pretty much just practicing and performing live. That's all I had. Um, and in Janesville, I don't have, there's no sort of outlet to do that. There's no music outlet there as far as like, like going to recording studios, to be honest, at least for the youth um like kids who are like you know 17 18 19 unless you want to join like a band they have bands down there there's there's plenty of people rocking the band like the band wave you know but that's not really what i'm interested in um i have i have so much influence i have a lot like i'm super into music like that as well um but that that's just not something i was really interested in um i feel like being in a band would be hard like you know compensating your creativity can be difficult you know yeah, like, I mean, it becomes by default a collaborative effort that, you know, Definitely. you have to, you'll have to, sometimes it works for people, but for others, like, you know, sometimes like you do have to kind of compromise your ideas for the sake of like others. And it kind of just depends on the kind of creative you are. 100%. Yeah, I can be selfish sometimes. We all can, you know. <laughs> I certainly can. That's why I do all of this by myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's lit. Um, but like I was saying, you know, I started buying equipment and stuff, right? I'm living in my one bedroom apartment. I, I literally buy, like, I got some of my equipment right here, man. You know, I literally buy a classic Blue Yeti mic, you know, type shit, you know, right. a USB mic, you know? And uh, I just start doing, like, my own recordings, you know? I'm literally recording stuff on, like, free mixers and stuff on the internet. Like, I don't have no money to pay for, like, uh, like programs or nothing like that and i don't even have any, the knowledge to know how to mix or anything like that you know so i'm literally just recording myself and turning knobs on the on on the computer and it when it sounded good to me i was like cool and then i was putting out mixtapes like i put out you know two mixtapes on soundcloud doing that back when i was just in my in my room in whitewater 
Um, one of them was called Neo Hydro. It's an EP. And then one, and that was like my first stuff I ever put out. Um, it's, it's funny to look back on stuff like that. You know, it's hilarious, you know? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Like maybe if you ask me now, I'm like, this is trash. Like it's Dude, so bad. I, that's funny. So I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm this, I have a similar story with that. I, um, I, my first attempt at a podcast was at the beginning of like my senior year of college at like three years ago. And uh, it was the slowdown with Slowy. And I had four episodes and they were all trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, it was my first attempt with the, with the format, but you know, you probably couldn't pay me to like revisit that shit, you know? Right. I hear that, that, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like mine is like, I don't know, but some people, like, the people who were there for it, they're like, no, this is, like, legendary, you know? Like, they'd be like, this is history, you know? Like, and, like, it's funny, because I have people like that, you know, like, friends of mine who are literally, like, you know, were there when I first put it out, and they're like, no, like, they, they'd be banging, like, my first song ever and stuff. Like, yeah. like, you know, I'll be like, new songs out, they'll be like, and they'll be like, yo, KOTN is better. That's, like, my first song ever. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like shut up. Like, you know, like, get out of here. No, it's not. Like, you're like, so, fuck off. <laughs> right. They be talking shit. It's just funny. Yeah. You know, like, people like the mess. Um, but then I put, I ended up putting out two mixtapes on, on SoundCloud doing like that. And I was all of my, on my own. You know, I was pretty much just in Whitewater. I didn't know anybody who was doing music until I, I met one guy when I was working at that factory job that I got just to be able to get not be homeless anymore. I met this one dude and his name is Trav Pacino. And he was just a, a dude who worked at this factory, right? And I just seen him and he, like, I don't know, like, I would always see him walking around and just, like, the way he looked, I was like, I don't know, I feel like this guy, like, I should talk to this guy or something, you know? Like, I don't know, if for some reason something was drawing me to him. So I walk up to him one day, you know, and I'm just like, hey, you make music? And he's like, how you know? Yeah, he's like, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, he, I was like, check me out. I did, like, I literally just said, check me out. And I went into it, I was like, I've pretty much been sitting here like in this factory like and I want to make music and I don't got nothing to do with my time so bro the first song I ever made when I was sitting at the factory job I was sitting here doing my stupid assembly line work and I, I wrote the whole song right there like the song I was just talking about it's called KOTN like I wrote that song just by like working at the factory doing nothing with my time wrote the whole song like that took me about two or three days to like get the whole thing and then I recorded it on the mic and then that was that right and i and i told him i was like listen i'm trying to like do this whole i'm trying to do this like i just need someone to kind of show me the show me the ropes like i don't really know what i'm doing but i want I, i've always been into music and i did that's what i want to do i literally dropped out of college because i was like why am i here i, I want to make music i don't need no degree to make music so like here I, I had to do it you know there was no more plans so this dude trav like like ends up becoming like pretty much like my mentor like my coach right um and and showing me you know how to record like you know and like he recorded pretty much my first like mixtape you know my ep i did myself but like you know and then the next one i did like i did it at his house you know he makes them a little bit better for me it was a step up right it was like awesome um you know i have songs to trav now like you can find them on soundcloud Trav's one of my good buddies um but then I, that was like the only person I knew, right? As far as like music goes. And Trav lived in that area the same as me. Um, neither of us were really, you know, like, like tapped in with any of the scene up here in Milwaukee or too much, you know? So 
um, I really wanted to just get out of the area because there's no shows going on. You know, me and Trav are like, man, we need to do some shows and stuff. You know, I'm just trying to level it up, right? Um, and I just start like going to places on like Facebook I find random events like on in Milwaukee I just start popping out the stuff bro like I don't know anybody from the city and I just like drive up here every single weekend when I'm done with when I'm done with work you know just try to like see what's going on and I end up pretty much doing like my first show ever right uh and it was for one of those uh like what what, is it, what are those things called like you, you like bro you like pay to get in and they give you the oh yeah like those it's a whole scam those the Afton never posts. Do those. yeah the never, Afton shows yeah yeah never do those if you're an artist you know like like you know learn from our mistakes straight up they're they're a scam you know but it, oh. it is what it is right there's my first show you know they're a, they're a huge money money grab you know it's not a scam but it's like you gotta buy the tickets and flip the tickets it's annoying you know but anyways um, I, uh, I go to the show and it was at, it was in Milwaukee, right? And I'm not from Milwaukee. All these artists probably doing the same thing as me. And I end up, uh, it was at this place called Mangoes. I think it's called Lavish now. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's on the South side. It's not far from my house. But, oh, dope. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, I, uh, go there and I end up just like, you know, going through the night and I see, uh, like I, I made some friends throughout the night. I pretty much see this group named ADHD perform, right? And I'm like, I'm like, you know, they were performing. They were one of the first people. And I was like, yo, that shit is cold. I really messed with y'all. So then I, I pretty much meet Jalen G, G Gifted, and uh, and Josh Jenkins and uh, Michael X, like that. Like that's how I met them. And uh, you know, they watched me perform. Cool. They they thought I was cool. I'm like awesome. You know, <laughs> I got some friends now. And then. Uh, I go back home and I just stay in contact with G, uh, Jalen G and Josh Jenkins and G Gifted and Mike Hell a lot. So sooner or later, you know, I, I like Jalen G just starts inviting me up to these unfinished legacy events. I'm like, what the hell is an unfinished legacy? You know, like, you know, and, and I just start popping out to the old unfinished leg legacy studio, which is down by like fifth street and stuff. Uh, and, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I end up meeting people, bro. I meet, I run, I meet Gene, I meet Brema, you know, like I meet all these people and they got like a spot and they're like, it's like a random warehouse and they're just like, like DJ and shit. Just like, you know, what people spray paint. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. It's just like, like, you know, people spitting freestyles, kicking it. Like, I'm like, what is this? You know, I just like keep coming back every weekend, bro. Like, you know, just off like the vibes. And, you know, sooner or later, you know, everyone starts, you know, like pretty much welcoming me in with open arms, bro. You know, I, I become friends with, you know, Gene and Brema and, uh, you know, Ed and uh, who, I mean, Pooh Breezy or Shells, you know, like, like so many people, bro, you know, and, uh, and then sooner or later, like, and then also, oh, I forgot the part that at that show where I met ADHD, someone who was in the crowd was this dude named Marty. And Marty just like met, messed with me right off that too. So I, I met ADHD and Marty on the same night, but none of us, like them knew each other. Like none of us knew each other. Um, and then I um, stayed in contact with them both. And then I, I like Marty just is like hitting me on Instagram all the time. Marty was like a fan. Like Marty was like my first fan straight up. You know, like, you know, like he saw me perform and he was always on my posts, like commenting, you know, like when's the new shit dropping? Like he was a fan, bro. 
and I would just play with him on Xbox and stuff. Like, and, and like, I, I was like, it was like, I liked him. I was like, he's, this dude's cool. So I, I started going and getting involved with Unfinished Legacy and Marty is like, like wants to wants to do music and stuff and i'm i'm telling i'm like bro i don't even know what the hell i'm doing so here's what i'm doing i'm going over to here and see what what they're doing and marty was just the same type of way kind of following me and going with me and that's how we ended up making songs like copy me or or liar you know like where we just kind of are hanging around gene and brema and and hanging around the cronies and you know making songs together so you know i i was doing the music a little bit and, and like how marty get in in with the cronies too because that's i just told him where i was doing he just followed suit and it was it was dope and uh that's how i got up to milwaukee bro sooner or later marty was like yo i know you're trying to get out of whitewater i got an open room in my apartment i quit my job and subleased my apartment like the next day and moved up here like you know literally and i've been up in milwaukee for about three years now so um, and, and, you know, like it, just a lot of opportunities that Unfinished Legacy and Marty and, and Jalen G have all, all, you know, helped me be able to get. So. Oh yeah. dude, Thank you for sharing that. All of that, man. I mean, that's, that's so dope how like just through serendipity, like you ended up here because like you got one of those shows here in Milwaukee, it can always be a real like uncomfortable experience, like going into something like that where you're like, man, I don't know anyone up here. Like, I'm kind of walking into this blindly. But then you come out of it, like, with a handful of new friends that fuck with you. Um, it's the best feeling in the whole goddamn world. And, um, yeah, and those are guys that, like, you know, you've still collaborated with to this day. So, um, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Like, that okay, like that. That's why I choose my collaborators like that. Like I really don't like just to do features like with anybody. I know I have a lot of features. Like I feel like, like I feel like even right now, like cause my, my debut project hasn't came out yet. Pretty much any song that most people know me on is like a feature with somebody. Like I'm either, I'm either like featured on it or someone's featured with me. Um, so, but like ultimately I pick my features like that because like those are the people who helped me in the first place. You know, they helped me even find a, they helped me even find a studio to record it at. So like, you know, like I'm a, like, you know, like that doesn't even make any sense like to, to not do it with them. You know, I want to take my friends with me. Like literally like, you know, I'm pretty much like, like a lone wolf, like as far as like out here in Milwaukee, I don't really have any family with me or nothing. So like my family are my friends. Like this is my family straight up, you know? So I, got, I want to be able to take those people with me. Yeah, chosen family for sure. That's uh, man, that's essential. Um, I consider Alan at Breaking and Entering. I consider him my chosen family because, like, like you said, my folks are out in Michigan. So, um, I I've been there a few times. what's that? I've been there a few times. I like Michigan. Oh yeah, like I mean, I, I was born and raised in Illinois, but they just moved to Michigan this year, and uh, I mean, I got no family like that in this area so i mean the people i work with are you know to some degree like my family and because like something i do so passionately being local music with alan who's given me the opportunity to write for the site and plug all these you know up-and-coming artists in the city like i would consider him my chosen family you know like and i i'm grateful for that because Milwaukee's dope, bro. Like, it's got it's not without its flaws, but Milwaukee scene is 
fucking dope, man. And it's I get so excited like discovering new artists every like every like every time. And also I love I'm I'm excited for you to drop this debut full length project because I mean like I just get so I, I root for every like artist, you know, figuring it out. So yeah. That's a big that's a huge undertaking. That's definitely exactly what I'm doing is, is figuring it out, bro. You know, like um, since I've been up here, I've had so many opportunities to grow um, as far as, you know, shows or, or people I've met or new studios or new producers, like so many things, you know. Um, one of my main people I work with now is, you know, people like Nobi. Nobi produces like almost every single beat I do and mixes almost every single song I make. Um, and, and Nobi is... Um, kind of from the same area as me he's not from Janesville but he's from down in that in that area um so you know and when when I knew I actually knew him down there but and he made beats but we didn't like really work like that you know like we just kind of knew each other and it was like we were dancing around it we hadn't made any music yet you know but then I am like yo I'm going up to Milwaukee and he's like really I'm going up to Milwaukee I guess you know like, like so then like we both end up going up here and I'm just like, okay, like, you know, Nobi, like, and then it's Nobi was the same thing. Like, you know, I'm getting involved with the cronies and shit. I'm like, Nobi, like, I know you need some people, like his beats were cold, but like, they weren't like something that I would rap on. Like they were, they were really like rap, rap beats. And like, you know, I, I, I like to sing and stuff sometimes. So I'm like, yo, you need like a rapper. Like, you know, like, 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 like we need to find you like a rapper. And then, you know, like we were able to get him plugged in with other cronies, like um, DJ the Genius or, you know, um, or Ed or, you know, Marty even, and then, you know, and, and Eli as well. But then I was able to plug him in with Too High. Um, and, um, you know, now him and Too High have this album. I don't know if you've heard it yet. It's called Two Birds. Um, it's, it's incredible though. It's like, I'd say one of the best albums I've heard, like in, like out of the whole, like out of any of the re releases like this year, it's one of my favorite albums, but definitely out of Milwaukee artists. I'd Send say it to me. Send okay. It to yeah. You need him on Mr. Nice Guy. I mean, you need Nobi and you need Too High, but you might as well do them together or some shit, you know? So, so that like, Nobi is an incredible producer. Like, I mean, he's he's only been in the city about as long as I have, um, like, doing working with artists up here. But um, yeah. I, he's one of the best, man. He, he collabs with Neely and, and that guy, Eli, as well. Um, both and, are both of which are also very dope artists. Definitely. Yeah, so uh, I mean, like he's he's awesome, but like too high. Yeah, he's another one of the cronies. So um, we had, he's on the crony tapes and stuff like that. You can find him on Spotify or Instagram. It's too high. So you know, like nice. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I was pretty much able to get you know, like we were all able to collab, and then I've, I've had opportunities to do shows and everything like that. You know, um, and. and and all of it's because of unfinished legacy and and just the connections I've made, like like as well as like unfinished legacy. You know, it's so dope, bro. I love being able to work with people. You know, like then we've done shows in New York and stuff like that. You know, like I, I did a show in New York like two years ago, but I only got like that opportunity because of Eli Stones. And I you know I never would have met Eli Stones if it wasn't for unfinished legacy because I did a show with him like. Like when I put out my for my mixtape that Trav helped me mix and everything, I put it out like on New Year, like it was midnight from 2017 to 18. Um, I'm pretty oh. sure. 
Yeah, and and I did this show, and Eli Stones was there, and I like you know Jalen G helped me put together the the running because I didn't. I was like, I don't know who I want there, bro. I don't know anybody, you know. So Jalen G was like, yeah, I'll help you out. And, you know, Jalen G came up with with some dope artists, and I, that's how I met Eli Stones. You know, now he's one of my best buds. You know, he stays right down the street. So, oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, I wanna we we talked about this before uh, we started recording, but I wanna. Um, Put the clarification out there so you so i know um on like streaming services like your name your name is just lake um but you also go by lake homie like i'm like socials and whatnot so like yeah. you want to explain like the uh, for everyone that doesn't know like what you truly go as as an artist versus like you know what yeah i mean well, my my real name is Lake, L-A-K-E, you know, like like Lake Michigan. Um, it's not an abbreviation or nothing like that. That's my name. And when I make music, I just want to be able to be um, me. Like, I feel like that's what everyone should be trying to do. Like, um, uh, unless, you know, it's like some sort of other circumstance where you're doing parodies or something like that, you know, like um, those are fun too. But really when I'm making like my, my most genuine music, like I want to be the most genuine me possible. So um my artist name is lake just like my name now obviously lake would be really hard to find if it was just on instagram or on on anything like that so i put lake homie as my handle um you can call me lake homie i don't mind that that's fine but like as far as my artist name like it's just lake you know you can keep it short and simple you know <laughs> but lake homie is cool too like i i i remember i was trying to come up with a what a clever name. And I didn't want to do like Lake one or anything like that. I want, I want Lake. I, if I could really do at Lake, I would, but someone has it, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but, but so I just was like, like, I think I had homie Lake at first, but I was like, no, Lake homie. That's I like that one, you know? So yeah, people, so they'll be like, yo, that's the homie Lake, you know? <laughs> so I was like, Lake homie. Yeah. Someone probably got at Lake on the, on their handle. And it's just like a body of water as their profile picture type shit one post <laughs> yeah. Yeah. made like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. i think if you get big enough you can buy it that'll be a goal of mine oh yeah for sure that'd be dope so um, one day i'm just gonna be at lake you know right at lake yeah i, I like i mean there, there's other ones that other people have it just like that you know like aren't they just like at little pump you know, you know right like, well yeah at I mean, little uzi vert you know yeah, well, I mean, like, Twitter, like, at Jack, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, man, I mean, I've never met somebody that is just named Lake, so that would, that's, that is pretty dope, that, like. Me neither. Let me know if you do. I'd love to meet I, them. I'm gonna, trust me, I will let you know right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about this home insurance project that dropped with Jalen G and no B last year. Um, this project was, um, uh, obviously, like you said, I mean, very collaborative, but I'd love to hear a little bit about like what you guys were going for with this one. Well, that's a dope question, man. I mean, since, um, we had spent like about a year and a half being able to just, you know, grow and get to know each other, you know, like, I mean, um, during that time, I'd spent so much time just hanging out with the cronies, bro, doing all sorts of stuff, you know, um, going to the pop-up events, to doing shows that we'd done over the year, to literally just hanging out and getting to know each other really well, man. And um, 
and, and Novi had, uh, you know, been able to just improve and improve. And we'd all had improved. And Novi had really had just been putting in so much work, like on his beats and on his knowledge of just like, that's all he does. He lives, sleeps, breathes, eats beats and mixing that's what he does you know like so um he's a he's a nerd for it bro like straight up you know <laughs> like it's it's dope so he had really just like improved and you know we had been making songs and sooner or later like me and Jalen g had you know two three songs together and we're like oh no you know like you know like we just had like like you know we just come up with them you know not even really trying man authentic you know like, I wake up, like, yo, what's good? Let's go to the studio. Call up Jalen G. Hey, you want to go to the studio? Yeah, all right. I'll come pick him up. We pull up, make a song or two in, in, in three hours, you know? And um, and then, like, you know, we're like, we got two or three songs, and we're like, yo, we should make, like, a little EP or something, you know? I'm like, awesome. Let's get it, you know? This is really exciting for me at the time because I don't have nobody to work with before, bro. You know, six months ago, I'm like, I don't have any friends, you know, like, straight up. So now at this point, I, I want to work with everybody, you know, like that's what I wanted to do. So I'm like, bet Jalen G wants to make a project with me. That's super sick, you know, like, and, um, you know, he has, he has ADHD and everything like that. So I was like, you know, like the fact that he even wants to split off and do like something as a solo work or something else from that it was, I was like, that's dope, you know, like straight up shout out Jalen G. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, 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 I don't even know. We, we didn't cap it off at anything. We were just had two or three songs. And then it turned into, you know, four or five, you know, and all of a sudden we got five songs and we're like, you know, they got like kind of like a vibe to them, you know, like at that point we were trying to figure out like what we want the name to be and everything. We're listening to the songs. Um, and we have a few names, but Noby ends up coming up with home insurance. Right. And, um, like like we didn't really even pick it right off first but he said home insurance you know we still were like all right it's like you know that one's interesting but like let's see what else we can think of we just keep going with it right and we honestly were kind of done with the with the project around like six or seven songs in right and they're all mixed and everything like that and then we make like a like a final song and the final song we made was behind closed doors um which by the way that song is really fucking intense. That is that song is I listened to it like before we before I called you right here. And um yeah, man, that shit is like aggressive as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I I hear you. I mean, um like we we the project was so good already. Like I loved I loved it. It was my for me like the best work I had been a part of yet. Um, and then like we made that song and I'd say that's the best song on there. If you ask me, um, most and streamed, I, I'm pretty sure. you said what said it's the most streamed. I'm pretty sure off of that project. Yeah, it's definitely right. That one or ain't here and nothing. Both of them are pretty close, you know? Um, and, uh, we really like, I, I really liked like that song a lot so um you know we, i was really stoked like you know all of a sudden we had like a cherry on top just when i thought it was done you know we had another one and it's the best one yet you know so i'm like that's sick you know 
And we end up like, Noby's like, yo, we got to call this home insurance, right? We're trying to find an order of songs and everything. We're listening to a few separate ways. And Noby was really the one that, that came up with the whole structure of which one should go where and, and how it sounds and everything like that. Like, you know, I, that's why I really trust Noby a lot with, with my music and how I, I like like mixing me now. Like I, I mainly use him. I don't use too many other people um, because he just knows, he knows like a lot of the sound that I'm looking for. Um, and um it was really dope with with that i don't even feel like i knew exactly what i was making when i was making it that's how a lot of my stuff is i feel like 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 i don't really like i write but i don't write too much you know like i freestyle as well um and then sometimes like maybe i'll write and fix up the freestyle or something like that um you know um but even with the songs it wasn't like we had a set like yo topic and this is what kind of we have to like like these disgusting it was we were just taking each song by each song and um it was a really authentic vibe and Novi put it together and i feel like really the message of it is um is the reason it's called home insurance is it's like a cycle in the song so um if i if i can remember the first song is best effort right um do you have the list up in front of you i can pull it up yeah, pull it up. I'm trying to, I'm going to go off the dome, but I, I think I got it. But the first song is Best Effort, and it's about being able to give it everything you've got right off, right off top. Um, and then, um, you know, that's why we're both pretty much going like head to head with some bars on that one more like hip hop sounding, right? And then the second song is Every Second, right? Yes. Okay. And Every Second is um, like pretty much about you're going hard and every single second counts. But I'm saying, um, what I say, feel a lot of pressure, counting every second, everybody acting like they know me. Um, like, and it's about like when you're going, when you're going hard and, and then sometimes like it, it turns into a hardship, right? Because you're going so hard, like, like you might be able, like you might be on another level, right? Where you can't even reconnect with people um, because all you're focused on is your goal, right? And a lot of people are focused on distractions or all things, you know? Um, if you're really there, well, then show me. Like I say stuff in that, like in that matter, in that song, you know? And then the third song is um, Ain't Hearing Nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's about we're going hard and we got to the goal, like regardless about whatever, like trust issues or anything happened. And now we got, we got money. Oh, you talking? Sorry, I ain't hearing nothing. Your discussion ain't money. I ain't hearing nothing. Like that's what I'm talking about. And then the fourth song is Behind Closed Doors, right? And then behind closed doors is um, about um, you're going so hard that um, at the end of the day, like you get distracted and, and, and people like, like you, you became the success and you became maybe distant because, oh, you're talking, sorry, I ain't hearing nothing. What, what, like people, people don't want to, you know, like come back to something like that if you're not hearing them. So now it's behind closed doors. I'm a loner. It's sad and pathetic, you know, like, and and it's about taking time to yourself right and maybe reaching some sort of like break point you know that's why that's what that is you know it's a, it's a climax in the whole entire album it's a rising and a fall you know um and then that song is the climax of the album the rest of it has a resolution to it of where after uh after behind closed doors comes uh let me know let me know which is a great song too uh, i forgot um, let me know. And that, that one's like, after, after the break point, like, you know, you're trying to resolve something, but it's in anger. Like, so you just had to let me know, like, like straight up, you know, 
what did I say for that? It's like you took me for you to see. I wonder when you'll let me go. Like, you know, so that one's about being able to like resolve it after that, but it's out of anger. And then after let me go is into which song? Lego. Lego, right. Which is um, pretty much more like an interlude. That one's pretty fast. Um, but that one is about literally just, you can't resolve it. And it's not easy for me to let go. It's not easy for me to let go, but you have to. Um, and, and that's, that's what that song's about. And then after letting go, um, it's, it's, um, wherever we go. Right. Yeah. It's, it's peso uncle Sam. Oh, peso. Yeah. And then we're wherever we go. And then, uh, okay. And then that song is so interesting. That song is like mad interesting because that one's about um, Uncle Sam taking your money, right? And and um, the way that one ties into it is ultimately the whole concept is like home insurance because you'll never know when you need it. It's like build. It's like getting this like money, building a house, that and then that then you have references of behind closed doors and things like that, you know. And even in other songs, you hear references of the floor or the ceiling, you know, anything like that. And they weren't intended. Literally, things were just so natural. And that's how it was built. So that's why it's crazy that nobody was able to, like, tie it all together. And it's really, like, a, the concept of a house being built and a house burning to the ground and needing home insurance to build the house back up again. You know, like, you know, and and um, and then that's why the Uncle Sam comes in there, too, because, you know, he's going to get his cut of everything there right in the end when you think you got away. Well, Uncle Sam comes in. I fucking hate Uncle Sam. We all do. That's we we I love that song. That one's mad interesting. Um like it, that one's one of the most like unique songs. I wish I could do do a video for that song. Like even though it's older, I still would do a video for that song. It would have to be really like concept based around like like Uncle Sam and being patriotic and stuff and like but also anarchy. So it'd be really cool. Oh yeah, dude. That's that is dope. And we we made everything in house, you know, like we made it at, at Nobi's crib. Like like he mixed everything in house. The beats are made in house. The the artists were all like like you know we know we're from the same squad in house, you know. So the title home insurance just fits the concept, the way it was made, everything about it, the things we said. It's crazy. Like you know, yeah. if, you listen, if you really listen to it, the title home insurance might seem weird to you at first, but like if you listen to it, it's like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it does fit like the cyclical vibe, you know, the the concept for sure. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's like a, a clever um, odyssey you guys have accomplished with that one for sure. Yeah, Nobi Nobi really like is a genius. Like he's the man, bro. You know, he's the like the man behind the curtain. So I, I nothing but love for that guy. Oh yeah, well how, dope. Thanks for sharing all that. Like, um, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, so uh as so then uh that leads us to what can we expect from you, man? We got this project you've been teasing us with, like as we mentioned before. Um what what can we expect right now? What have you been working on? Um, I've been working on a project for a long time, even I that I've made like some of the songs I made for this project I made before I made home insurance songs, you know. So I've been making this project for a long, long time. It's just that I wanted it to be perfect. You know, like this is what I'm like building for. I started out like mixing my own stuff and recording on a Blue Yeti mic, you know, like, so like, I want this one to really like, it's going to be my debut project. Like I want it to really be um, 
perfect, like straight up. You know, I'm, I'm honestly a perfectionist, you know, like, uh, like ask Nobi, like, because well, we're always mixing stuff and I'm always like changing the stupidest things, like the littlest of things. And he, he'd be like, why, bro? Like, no, like, like, you know, like, and I've like always want this or that or whatever. I'm trying to work on keeping it simple, you know, like, you know, and not overthinking. Um, so um, it's, it's called unconscious options <laughs> is what my new project is called unconscious options. It's, uh, it's going to be really just a, 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 a intro to me, but the concept of the album is crazy. I didn't know what I was starting off at first with. I, I didn't know the, the title until recently. Um, everything just kind of comes to me in time, man. I don't, I don't like, I know what I want, but sometimes I don't know exactly what it is, you know, like, like the music really speaks for itself, you know, like, um, like I, I just keep making it and I keep making it, you know, and then sooner or later the story is, tells itself, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I do it, you know? And, um, and I don't want to give away too much, but it's a, it's a timeline of my life, you know, actually starting from probably about uh, January of 2020, you know, right before the quarantine and the end of the story, honestly, I don't even know because I haven't even lived that part yet. I haven't even lived the ending like I and and what's crazy is I spoke the ending of the story like two years two and a half years ago when I made like like some of those songs you know like some some of the songs the songs range between I made them two and a half years ago to two months ago you know like so really like I've been working on it for a while there's been a lot of like twists and turns with the project and you know taking songs and moving them you know like all sorts of stuff man but it's a it's a it's a real life story i'm gonna try to portray the story as best i can the songs like i'm really excited for them my best work yet um and i i really plan to do a really 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 step up um level with the rollout on everything like um with visuals super hard um and and with promotion and with everything you know i i'm really trying to take it to another level with this one um it's a bummer that the shows aren't going on right now but i still am gonna figure stuff out like that um whether they just do really like cool virtual performances or i have some other things in, in uh in mind as well that i think will be really cool and unique um but right when shows going back up i i i can't wait for that man because i know it's gonna go crazy um i'm really gonna step outside the box with this one uh, most of my stuff is very hip hop based. I feel like as far as my music right now, like you were saying, um, but this, this is not a hip hop project by any means. Um, you know, like, like I said, I, I like to, I like to, I like to rap. That's cool. But like, I, I really like to sing. So, um, I have influences from, you know, like, like I, I listen to like a lot of like hip hop. Like I listen to anything from, you know, like Flatbush Zombies, Denzel Curry, you know, Kodak, um, you know, X or, you know, or I even Juice World or Lil Uzi, anything like that. Um, but I also listen to a lot of, um, like I listen to pop artists, like I love Adele or I love Katy Perry um, or, um, you know, like all sorts of stuff, like Halsey's dope, you know, like, you know, um, but I also listen to a, a, like a lot of stuff like we were talking about earlier, like bands. I love alternative rock and I like hardcore. So I, my favorite band of all time is Mayday Parade um neck deep is incredible um knuckle puck is incredible um uh, day to remember is amazing you know um um the story so far is pretty cool um you know like uh, plenty shit like that you know so a uh, blink 182 of course you know like you know like plenty shit man but then i also like listen to like you know 
um like my shit that my mom like put me on to like like when i when you're young and you only listen to like your parents music so my mom loves like guns and roses and aerosmith and tom petty like you know like and stuff like that yeah. um like the, and then i also listen to you know like frank sinatra you know like like so i i listen to so much stuff bro like and um like i feel like that's like really what you're gonna see it with my new album is it it's a wide range of different things you know it ranges from um hip-hop like i have some hip-hop based songs on there i have like some great pop hits on there that are super radio banger clean like that your kids could sing to um i have some epic ballad type adele music on there i have um some like really abstract childish gambino type music on there um like it's really all over the place but it's also all together it's in unison because it's me um so i really can't wait to put it out man i'm really working on it it's all done uh as far as the music goes i'm really just working on the rollout right now like it's like i'm gonna start it very soon so um and and as far as the content though it's done i'm just working on making sure i can get the rollout right Love to see it, bro. Thanks for sharing all that, man. I'm I'm excited to hear it. I mean, that's such a vast array of influences, and and important to note that you are that you know because you said that like although a lot of the stuff you've dropped thus far has been hip hop based, like you know you kind of deviate from that um, with this new project. You know, you're creative first, an artist second, and a rapper or singer third and um yeah and it'll be cool to kind of you know watch you continue like um innovating your own artistry using like you know all of those um all those different influences and uh I'm, I'm interested in to see what you uh what you accomplish man uh yeah i really i want to do so many different things man you know i love music that's my that's my biggest passion probably in the world um, but really I just like art in general. Like, you know, since I've been hanging out with obviously people like DJ, the genius, he's, um, he's, he's really just all over the place, um, with his, with his sort of things that he's working on. Um, he does the clothes, he does the music, you know, he does, um, you know, uh, the ta- like the imagery, like with his tattoos and stuff like that. Um, he does like so many things, bro. So like what he's really wanted me to get into and help me get into is a lot of fashion things. You know, I'd like to do things in fashion shows, you know, um, I want to be able to get into the clothes and stuff like he does as well. Gene is like my big bro. He really, um, you know, puts me on. I, I always like run anything I'm doing. Like I, I pretty much I'm like, yo, Gene, what do you think about this? You know, he's like, he's really my big bro, you know? And he like, if he thinks it's cool, then I know it's cool, you know, but <laughs> I, that, that's what's up. So, you know, he's my, he's my man's for real, you know, and um, I just like to do so many different things, you know, like that's why I'm in the program. Like I'm in, man, I, I want to do music and that's cool, but I want to be able to be like, like a business owner of all different, I want an entrepreneur, man, you know, multi, multifaceted, you know, millionaires have seven streams of income. So I, I, I'm literally planning on that. That's what I'm working towards, you know. Love to see it, my friend. Yeah, man. So as we're closing out here, Lake, um, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Man, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I came out with it. Um, <clears throat> that's a good question, bro. 
um, wasted time. I hate when I waste my own time play my, playing myself, you know, like, like doing coulda, woulda, shoulda type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that, that's really frustrating because, you know, you like know your worth and you, you know what you're working towards. So like, why did you act the fool? You know, why did you do what you did? Um, oh, yeah, man, that kills me too. That'd be, that'd be frustrating. Um, you know, self, like self doubt straight up, you know, confidence issues. Um, you know, I go through, I go through stuff like everybody does, you know, um, you know, I've been to therapy, you know, I've been on antidepressants, all that stuff, you know, you know, everybody has, you know, we're all going through stuff. So, um, you gotta be able to just, uh, be self-motivated though, you know, like you, you can't, no one can love you like you can love yourself, you know? So that's what you have to do first. Um, and right. I don't know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta stay working on it, man. You know, I don't have no answers either out here. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I've struggled with the same things as everybody does in the world. That's what it is. You know, like that's why we can't ever like feel sorry for ourselves because everybody's going through it. Like, you know, quit, quit saying that you're alone, you know, or anything like that. There's someone out there feeling the same way as you are. So, and, and look at them, they might be struggling too, but they're still here. So you still got to be here too. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What, puts you to sleep though it's in his sleep oh man uh some good marijuana Definitely. yeah i knew you were uh, gonna say that <laughs> uh, some good marijuana would put me to sleep um i love food um although i'm skinny it's literally just because i have a fast metabolism i'm blessed in this world i'm a fat ass bro I eat so much foods and I eat like shit. I don't work out. Uh, like I, like I, I eat pizza, I eat candy. Like I'm, um, I probably, if I ever die at a young age, it's probably because I have a wad of starburst in my stomach. I'm a starburst addict and that's like the worst candy to eat. It's taffy. Like, you know, that shit puts me to sleep. Um, um, shit. What else puts me to sleep? Um, good comfort of a lady you know some oh, nice yeah. facts yeah yeah some nice uh some nice like like rubbing and scratching yeah that'll do oh, it bro. yeah dude yeah. yeah man some man i'm not gonna i can't even lie man some some booty before some bed. booty yeah some uh, good some good bootage i guess yeah i got test i usually that can knock me out very quickly too um yeah man thanks so much for being on the show here um i had fun hanging out with you lake and uh, i look forward to your new project i i'm you know i didn't know too much about you before this episode but now like hearing your story i mean is very um it's uh it's moving and you know it's awesome to see that like you literally like you know you paved the way for yourself because you just chased after it and uh, you know you came back from like having like you know very little and you found like a dope group of artists that believed in you and you know were interested in like what you did and that's like such an amazing success story and I'm I'm happy uh, I'm happy you're here in Milwaukee now and uh, yeah man I'm I'm glad that you're, do you're out here doing the thing thank you so much man I appreciate you literally giving a platform to people like me um, you know, being able to come out here and, and uh, tell my story, man, you know, I feel like you and a lot of people probably 
didn't know who I was or where I came from or anything, you know? <laughs> so I appreciate you and, and, and for introducing me to other people because in the same way that, uh, you know, Unfinished Legacy will help me network to people, Mr. Nice Guy is helping me see people that I should look out for as well. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, man, for sure. Uh, glad to, I'm happy to oblige. So for everyone watching, uh, be sure, I'll be posting links to Lake's music. You can check it out. And we'll be looking forward to what he does in the future. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.